Hey guys, it's Coach Chris here from Ratzinger Fitness bringing you this week's episode of Fitness That Fits. Now today we're going to be talking about three reasons why you might not be following through on those healthy habits that you know you should. All right, when it comes to healthy habits, I feel like the phrase um, easier said than done gets thrown around a lot, right? And it's true. Anytime we're trying to create a change, whether we are building up a new habit or trying to break down an existing habit that no longer serves us, there's going to be a little bit of resistance, right? We're stepping outside of our comfort zone, stepping outside of what we're used to or what we know. But the truth is most of us already have a pretty good idea of what types of things we should be doing in order to achieve our health and wellness goals. Now, you may not have all the answers, that's fair, and you may not even want to hear some of the answers. But when we really slow down and listen in for it, there's this little voice in the back of our head that is already trying to help you out, right? That's already telling you how to take that next step, how to stay on track, how to achieve those goals. Maybe your little voice has been telling you that you should try yoga because it's going to help reduce your stress or improve your posture. Maybe your little voice knows that you should probably be drinking a little bit more water and maybe a little less coffee. Or maybe that little voice has just been reminding you lately how much better you felt when you were consistently taking those daily walks, getting outside, getting your body moving, right? For most of us, this little voice is there and it is an untapped resource. It is a wealth of information and knowledge that has been growing and learning from years of experience, right? After all, no one knows you better than you, right? So the truth is some of us will spend years of our life ignoring this little voice. Maybe you didn't like what it had to say to you. Uh, maybe you just felt that you didn't have the time or the resources to follow through on the advice it was giving you. But the good news here is that that voice never goes away. You might have turned down the volume over the years, but if you really slow down and open yourself up to it, that guide is still there. You have the knowledge, but that, my friends, is only step one. Step two is actually taking that knowledge, taking that advice from that little voice and applying it, taking those actions, pursuing those healthy habits, and finally achieving your goals. And unfortunately, this is where a lot of us get stuck when it comes to building healthy habits. Think about it, you could have all of the universe or all of the knowledge in the universe, but if you're not doing anything with it, it's not gonna do you any good. What's the point? So you have that little voice that's got all this information that it's learned from watching you, from trying different things over the years. Even if you're listening to it, if you're not taking action on what it's telling you to do, what's the point? So I get it. It can be hard enough to kind of open yourself up to that self-reflection, to start listening to that voice and start recognizing some of the habits that we should be pursuing. But now asking ourselves to take action on those, we're opening up, we're trying to step outside that comfort zone, try something new, um, possibly expose ourselves to failure. And I get it, it's a big ask. But take a moment and think about how your life will be different when you ultimately do achieve those health and wellness goals. Imagine what it's gonna be like to have the energy to 
go out and spend your weekends hiking or on the lake, playing with your kids, you know, what it's going to feel like to step into that confidence or to step into that favorite pair of jeans and know for certain that the button's going to close. Ask yourself, is it worth it? Are these goals, are these things that you've been working toward, that you've been wanting for, worth it? And hopefully the answer is yes. And if it is, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Because today I'm going to break down three of the most common reasons why you're not taking that action, why you're not listening to that little voice and following through on those healthy habits that you know deep down inside you probably should be. All right. And more important than that, I'm going to show you how to start breaking through these barriers, how to overcome these and start taking that action, taking real strides toward achieving your goal. So let's get right into it. Reason number one that you may not have been following through on those healthy habits that you kind of know you should be is that you might not believe that that particular habit or action will actually work or make a difference. All right. Back when I was teaching group fitness classes, I ran a six week uh, boot camp class. It's called Cash Camp. And each new session, we would have anywhere from 12 to 20 new faces coming in the door for six weeks of boot camp, three nights a week, all working toward the same goal. They're trying to lose some weight and win some cash because at the end of that six week period, we were going to give away $200 to whoever had the biggest percentage of their starting weight lost. All right. So I started coaching this camp. I was pretty new to group fitness at the time. But after about my first two, three sessions of coaching the six week camp, I realized that nine times out of 10, I could accurately predict my top three campers by the end of week one. I knew who was going to do well in that class just by watching them. And it wasn't based on, you know, who had the most knowledge about nutrition or who was already the strongest or who had the best cardio endurance when they first came into camp. What it really came down to at the end of the day was their mindset, all right? And it wasn't even just about how motivated they were. It was about who really believed that one, weight loss was possible, that this could even happen for them. And two, that this camp was going to make a difference toward their goals. Mindset is kind of magic in a way, not in the sense that we can will or wish or think ourselves into physical changes. We can't, you know, just imagine that thinner, stronger body and it happen. But when we believe in that outcome, how we think about how we perceive a particular action is going to make a huge difference in how we show up for that. By example, those campers that came into cash camp really believing that weight loss was possible and this boot camp was going to help them do it, they were the ones that were going to push through an exercise even when it started to get challenging, when they started to get tired. They're going to keep going. They were the ones that when an obstacle came up, they were still looking for a way to get to class that night. Or if they did miss it, they were the ones that were going to email me and ask for a home workout because they knew that their efforts made a difference and that their desired outcome, in this case, weight loss, was possible for them. All right. And this is huge, guys. So if you have been struggling to get started or to get consistent with a particular habit, I want you to, number one, start by making sure you believe that your success is possible. 
And again, this has a lot to do with our mindset. So a couple ways we can start building and strengthening that mindset, believing in the outcome that we're working toward, include things like journaling. So take the time to literally write out what are some of the limiting beliefs? Why have you in the past thought that this particular goal wasn't a reality for you? Or what has been a challenge for you in trying to reach your goal? Write those out dive into it and start to challenge those beliefs, all right? Maybe you've been telling yourself that weight loss just isn't possible because I've tried this and I've tried this and I've tried this and it just doesn't happen. What haven't you tried? You know, maybe what are some other reasons why those might not have worked? Did you stick with them? So really dive into that. Journaling can be a great way to do it. Another strategy we can start to strengthen that mindset and start believing in the outcome and in the actions that we're taking is visualization. So find a place, sit down, get comfy, close your eyes. I want you to really picture yourself. Picture that you have already achieved your goals. Right? What does that feel like? How is your life different now? How do you speak differently? How do you act differently? Um, what do you wear? Be as detailed as possible, but visualize yourself in that future already. Not that it could be possible, but that it is possible. Imagine what that's going to feel like, what that's going to look like. And the third thing we can do is affirmations. So actually saying it out loud. If you've been struggling to believe that, you know, you could be consistent with exercise, that you could stick to a diet for longer than a week, say it out loud. Say, I can consistently show up for my workouts. I can consistently stick with this diet and fuel myself well. Say it out loud. And it may feel awkward at first. In fact, it probably will feel very awkward if you've truly been struggling to believe in this outcome. But this is kind of one of those fake it till you make it situations. Any belief we hold on to is just a thought that we have chosen to think over and over again. So there might be thoughts, beliefs in there that aren't serving us anymore, and we can start to push them out by continually choosing to think something new. So use those affirmations, say out loud that your outcome is possible, right? That's the first thing that can really hold us back from consistency with those healthy habits is when we don't believe in the outcome or we don't believe that the action we're taking is connected to that outcome, that it will really make a difference. Second thing that might be happening is you might be trying to change too much all at once and falling victim to decision fatigue. Now, this is something that I see specifically with nutrition clients. Well, not exclusively, but more so with nutrition clients. And think about it. Eating is something that we do all day long. We have multiple meals every day. Each of those meals is going to contain a variety of different types of foods. Each of those foods is going to contain a variety of different macronutrient makeups. Each of those macronutrients is going to have different calorie counts and so on and so on. Basically, the point I'm trying to make is that there is a lot of decision making that goes into what we eat when we really start to try to absorb as much of that as possible. Look at all angles. There's a lot to consider. And of course, the same can be true for healthy habits. Um, but again, I'm kind of using nutrition as this example. So we're going to focus on food for now. But when we make this goal to improve our nutrition or to start changing up our diet, we have a tendency to jump into that 
trying to address all of the possible problems at once. So we end up with this big, long list where we're trying to avoid everything from sugar to caffeine to simple carbohydrates, but we're also at the same time trying to get more vegetables and more different colors of fruits and more lean protein. But we can't forget that we also wanna eat fish on like every third day and we've gotta get some mushrooms in there, maybe a multivitamin and chia seeds, just chia seeds on everything and it quickly becomes overwhelming, right? Remembering this list, let alone executing it, becomes this enormous task to the point that when we sit down to actually have a meal, something that should feel very natural, mind you, something that we do instinctually, we sit down to have this meal, all of a sudden it's like trying to take the SATs in a foreign language, right? Even if you're rolling around with some big chart or list that you can cross-reference and make sure that your meal fits this optimal diet that you've created for yourself, it becomes exhausting. All right, guys, and when we do this, we can carry on for a while. Like, we've got some willpower, we've got some strength, but ultimately, our mind is like a muscle, just like any other muscle it will fatigue if you work it too hard. Just like if I was sitting here doing bicep curls, doesn't matter how light or how heavy that weight is, if I keep going nonstop, eventually I'm gonna hit a point of fatigue where I drop the weight I can't do anymore, right? Same thing's gonna happen to that mind, to that willpower. If we work it too hard, it's not gonna be able to go the distance, right? This is a marathon, not a sprint. So after a few days, of jumping through all those nutritional hoops, um, maybe even just after a few meals. It may not go on as long as a few days, but we're gonna hit that breaking point. And when we do, when we hit that wall, we fall back to the old habits, everything we were doing before, everything we were trying to step away from with these new habits. And then from that, go, oh no, I fell back, I ate all the Oreos or whatever it may be. And we try to jump back in and overcorrect. We think we need more rules, more regulations, more things to change. And so we try harder and harder, but we just burn out faster and faster. And we start spinning our wheels and we're not getting anywhere. All right, guys, if this sounds familiar, whether it's something you're doing with new nutrition, maybe you're doing with your exercise, you're trying to do an hour every single day and that doesn't work. So then you think you need an hour and a half to make up for the week you took off. I am going to tell you right now, the fastest way forward is to slow down. All right. It may sound counterintuitive. It may take a minute to really wrap your head around, but this is going to be one of those um, slow and steady wins the race kind of situations. If you are trying to change too much too quickly and suffering from that decision fatigue, what I want you to do is pick one habit, one place to start, something small, okay? Even if you're like, oh, well, my one habit is I'm gonna exercise every single day. Mm -mm. Break it down, make it smaller. I want you to whittle this habit down until you have 90% or more confidence that you can execute it consistently. And if that means breaking it down to the point where instead of exercising an hour for each day, you're exercising for five minutes each day, if that's where your 90% confidence kicks in, awesome. Start there. All right, start small, 
build that consistency, stick with it, I recommend for at least two weeks before you either add on a new habit or start to scale that one up. So if we're talking nutrition, you might say, okay, I'm gonna, you know, have one cup of water with my breakfast every morning. That's my habit. That's where I'm starting small. I know I need to drink more water. That's what my little voice is telling me. Do that for about two weeks. Do it until it starts to get easy. It starts to become second nature. And then add a second glass of water. Or maybe if you're focusing in on breakfast, um, add a piece of fruit. But take that next step only after you have mastered the first, all right? And then finally, number three. So the third reason why you may not be following through on those healthy habits that you know you should be is that you are trying to copy without customizing. All right, so there is a lot of advice out there on the best way to structure your morning routines, the best way to prep your meals ahead of time, the best way to stay consistent with your exercise routine or to lose weight without a gym membership. There is a lot of different examples, different advice on how to structure your healthy habits. And seeking out that advice um, to learn from and to guide you as you start to form your own healthy habits, that's a smart move, all right? But we also have to remember that at the end of the day, you are a wonderfully unique, one-of-a-kind individual. You have unique genetics. You have a unique body. You have a unique personality. You have unique experiences, unique likes and dislikes, unique resources, unique goals. And the point I'm trying to make here is that you are one of a kind. And because you are so unique, you are going to do best and you deserve to have unique, healthy habits as well. So yes, seek out those people that have achieved what you want to achieve or that you admire or that you want to emulate as you build your own healthy habits. Ask them what they do. Try it out for yourself. But also know, um, be careful that you're not locking yourself into a healthy habit because it worked for someone else, right? We can take what they have, try it on, learn from it, customize it, but don't repeat just what they've done, assuming that because it worked for them, it has to work for you. So good example of this. Um, one of my own coaches, one of my own mentors, she wakes up every morning at 5 a.m. And this was something that was rolling around in my mind for a while because I was struggling for a time to get into a good morning routine. You know, working from home, building my own business, I had a lot of flexibility in my schedule, but I also had a lot I wanted to get done in the day. And when I really slowed down and tuned into my own little voice, I started listening to what, what should I be doing? What do I know would work for me? I realized that I should probably be getting up a little bit earlier, a little bit more consistently. So I decided to try on this habit that I had kind of pulled from my mentor. I was like, I'm going to give that 5 a.m. alarm a try. I've gotten up early before. I know I can do it. I'm going to power through for a little bit and see how that works for me. And honestly, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I was feeling tired. I wasn't focused. I felt like I had to go to bed earlier, which also didn't quite work for my schedule. But I still knew, I still had that little voice telling me that, you know, I do, I need a consistent wake up time. I do want to be getting up a little bit earlier, but 
5 a.m. isn't for me. If I had just copied that without customizing it, I would have kept forcing myself to stick to that 5 a.m. Kind of like with the decision fatigue until I hit that wall, until I couldn't do it anymore. Instead, I was like, okay, I know I'm getting a little bit more done when I'm waking up earlier. I know that part of the habit works for me. But 5 a.m., that number, that's what's not working for me. So I decided to take that and customize it. And I found that the best time for me to get up is really about 6, 6.30 in the morning. All right? And that's what works for me. That's my customization of that habit. But the point is we can be doing this with all kinds of different habits. You might, for example, be following a ketogenic diet because it worked really well for your best friend, your sister, your mom, or whoever it may be. So you're trying to stick with it, but deep down, you know that your energy levels are off. You're not feeling great. This probably isn't the best fit for you, but it worked for them. So just like we have to tune into that little voice to kind of listen to ourselves to figure out which direction we should be going with these healthy habits. We also have to remember to tune in because that same voice is going to let us know when a habit isn't quite working for us, when we need to tweak it or to customize it to better fit our goals, to better fit our lifestyle, whatever it may be. And in those instances, just like I did with my 5 a.m. alarm, we have to step back and number one, ask yourself, what have I learned from trying this habit? Is there anything about it that did work for me, work for me so that I can use that in customizing or building my own habit and build from that? What did work? What didn't work? and take it in your own direction, but be empowered to do that, to learn from others, but to customize, to ultimately fit you. All right guys, so those are the three reasons, or three of the most common reasons why we're not following through on the healthy habits that we know we should. Number one was if we don't believe that our action is linked to our results, we don't believe that it's going to make a difference. So we stop showing up, we stop putting in all of the effort, um, and if that's the case, what we can do to fix it is to really start believing in that outcome. Do some mindset work, some journaling, some visualization, some affirmations, but really believe that you, what you're working toward is possible and what you're doing is going to make a difference. Second reason we might not be following through is that we are trying to change too much too quickly and falling victim to decision fatigue. And if that's the case for you, remember to slow down, focus on one thing at a time. Use that habit to create your foundation and then build up from there. And then finally, number three, reason why you might not be following through on those healthy habits is that you're trying too hard to copy rather than to customize. So pull from other examples, try out other people's habits, but also know that your journey is your own. You're a unique person and you're going to need to tweak those habits to fit your lifestyle and your goals. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Fitness That Fits. Be back next week with more inspiration, motivation, and information to keep you guys moving forward on your fitness journey and to find fitness that fits. If you'd like to get connected, you can always reach out on Facebook or find me at www.rodsingerfitness.com. Thank you guys again for tuning in. And until next time, my name is Coach Chris, your health and wellness coach. And I want you to get out there and get moving.